my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to be careful about learning from experience. Everyone learns from experience, but different environments affect whether these lessons are helpful or not. Today's tip comes from Before Breakfast producer Lowell Berlanti's new podcast, Prodigy. This podcast covers the science of skill acquisition. As Lowell tells us, people automatically learn through experience. We just can't avoid it. We're tuned to picking up information we are exposed to. So what information are we exposed to? Psychologist Robin Hogarth has come up with a taxonomy of learning environments. These environments are either kind or wicked. A kind environment is one where feedback is immediate and obvious. The rules don't change, and the boundaries are well-defined. Sports like golf or skill games like chess are examples. When you hit a golf ball, you can see exactly where it lands. A pawn always does what a pawn is supposed to do. In kind learning environments, time spent practicing correlates directly with how you improve. Wicked environments are something else entirely. Feedback is delayed, infrequent, or not present at all. And here's the particularly wicked part. It may be inaccurate, which reinforces the wrong lessons. Hogarth cites an example of a doctor who gained an uncanny reputation for diagnosing typhoid fever before symptoms emerged, just by examining and manipulating the patient's tongue. Later, it was discovered that the doctor himself had typhoid and was transmitting it to the patients. Talk about learning the wrong lessons. It seems obvious that we would want to avoid wicked environments, but unfortunately, we inevitably wind up in some because guess what? The world isn't like golf or chess. Many workplaces, for instance, fall into the wicked environment category. And this is true even if they are run by very nice people. Employees get annual reviews once a year, and these reviews are done by overworked managers, who thus focus only on what happened in the last two weeks, or what the loudest and most available colleague said. Misleading feedback abounds. For instance, the corporate hieros might think that a restaurant manager is amazing because sales are great. But in fact, 
he is losing good employees left and right, and the restaurant is in horrible condition with deferred maintenance. Lucky for him, he's just located across the street from a really busy construction site. But that site won't be busy a year from now. Unfortunately, in this wicked environment, our incompetent manager will most likely have been promoted by then. In a wicked environment, it's easy to learn the wrong things. So the lesson is to try to turn a wicked environment into a kind one. This can be done through data and feedback. Employees deserve feedback all the time, way more often than once every six to 12 months. Give feedback after every project. Give feedback after every meeting. Ask employees where they're struggling or what skills they'd like to develop. And give lots of feedback there. You don't want people flying blind. You also want lots of data. Don't just focus on one big number, like sales. Yes, everyone wants to make money. But in the restaurant example, the higher-up should be looking at turnover, capital spending, employee evaluations, anonymous shopper visits, and so forth. And all of this should be widely available and transparent. Yes, this requires resources, but it vastly improves morale. In general, if you've got a wicked environment, ask a few questions. Is there missing data that could be important for me to know? What details are present that should be ignored? Being aware of the answers to these questions can lead to big improvements. If you're interested in learning more about learning environments, Robin Hogarth recently released a book called The Myth of Experience, Why We Learn the Wrong Lessons and Ways to Correct Them. And if you want to hear more about the study of expert performance, check out Lowell's podcast, Prodigy, available wherever you listen to podcasts. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.